you can't assume that just because you had a kill cam, you'd you'd be 100% accurate in deciding who's cheating. And on the flip side of that, how many times do you hit the shot where you're like, oh, like I was playing on interchange. I couldn't see anything. We were doing night raids. I had the Alton on still. I don't know why. And I saw a muzzle flash. Somebody shot at me. I hit my armor and I just went like this with the MP7. Just really quickly and then ran away. And 10 minutes later, because the guy didn't move, we found the body and I killed him. Yeah. And it's like, if you saw that kill cam, you know, I'm facing this way, you shoot at me and I just go and, and you kill you, your fucking you did report bridge. me 100% of the time. You know what I mean? But I didn't even know I killed a guy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music content and video, uh, like music content and video games. Whatever. Keep it going. I'm, I'm Jesse. It. I'm Jesse. You know me. I'm I'm Veritas, and I'm so glad I don't do these because then yeah. I don't I fuck them up. I looked at you. I took a breath, and I was like, "Don't laugh." And then as soon as I opened my mouth, I was just like, all I was saying was, "Don't laugh, don't laugh." And then it was like, "Wait, what are the words? What are the words?" Yeah, we need you. We need to put our intro on like Rap Genius or something, and then so that yeah. you can you can like look up the lyrics to our intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. People have been commenting that they have to watch my YouTube videos on like 0.75 speed because like I always do a very similar intro and then the exact same outro, and so I just like I talk so fast. Dude, there was a day where I I had to look at a bunch of clips. I think maybe it was <laughs> when I was doing some. Uh, some of the AI, because there was a few clips I have of you um, yeah. with the AI that I, that I put in the video, and I was watching something in slow motion one day. I think it was just to like see Peeker's advantage or whatever. And then you know how Twitch always keeps like your clip settings. Yes. For your, so all yes. of a sudden it pulled up a Jesse clip, and I swear to God, <laughs> the only thing first what gets first place are the youtube videos where it's like donald trump in slow motion where he sounds oh just like, yeah oh, fucking wasted. number two is jesse's clips slow-mo <laughs> that shit's hilarious dude Bro. you sound so drunk because when i die i'm i get normally the clips that get sent to you when i die i sound so defeated so i'm already like talking oh, slow and then when you put it at 0.25 speed i'm just like out of control Yep. Did you ever see there was a YouTube channel way back in the day? They would take pop songs and they would slow them down a thousand percent. And then it would like it, it like, you know how people upload like, um, it, you know, a nine hour video of like rain or fireplace. But it was like Justin Bieber's baby. But it was like, you know, nine hours. And it was like this amazing like ambient like you could just like yeah. study or do it but it was like super taylor swift you know what i mean it was there so was an funny episode of there was an episode of radio lab i don't know if you ever listen to radio lab um i've heard of radio lab it's one of the best i mean I, I honestly i haven't listened to it in like years but i listened to it for years and it was one of the best yeah. podcasts um yeah when it was really fucking good <laughs> and they had an episode um talking about that it was a bunch of music stuff and actually one of the things i i talked about on stream last week sometime was this one song uh, it, it, this has nothing to do with tarkov but this is maybe one of those poggers things i'd yeah. recommend go listen to there's an episode um of uh of radio lab it looks like it's john luther adams might have been the 
might have been the title of the episode. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's there's a bunch of music stuff on this thing. It's from 2014. Holy fuck! That's a throwback, dude. I remember that. that like I listened to that when it came out. <laughs> it's crazy that um, that's a throwback. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude. Um, but they talk about this guy's song. Uh, it's called "Become Ocean," and the song is like mm. 45 minutes long, <laughs> and it's just like strings and really ambient. It's it's, it's a symphony, yeah. so it's just like strings and horns, and it's supposed to basically like give you the feeling of imagine you're like sitting out in the ocean, and there's oh, just like these massive cool. like. Squ- Dude, I'm telling you, it slowly builds up. The horns just come in, and there's you can't listen to it and not get fucking chills. Like I said, it's 40 That's minutes sick. long, and it slowly gets just it's it's the slowest crescendo ever until finally it like almost gets exponential, and then like the fucking bass and tuba and everything comes in and just like wah. That's so sick. And then it like washes over you like a fucking wave. And then goes back down to being really relaxed. And that happens like four or five times. Each time it has like a different... Dude. dude. It's, oh my I god. I want to just like grab some headphones and go sit on the beach and just like listen to that. Dude, I, I li- did like immersive Tarkov. I did like a 40 minute raid with the oh whole song god. being like that. And I was just like walking around like free looking up at That's the stars. That's so and- sick. Oh, Bro, dude. I've been thinking a lot about, about like music recently and just like how... In, like how crazy it is that you can just like push somebody into a specific emotional state like you know what I mean like you can really really make people feel things and then I've been thinking about that a lot in the context of like like movies and TV shows I was gonna ever, say scoring ever since I watched every frame of paintings the Marvel symphonic universe video I think about that a lot and like uh I don't know if you um that movie We've, changed the way I look at everything now. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. That that YouTube that, video. That, that YouTube video. Yeah. Did you um? Okay, so you probably haven't seen it because we literally just talked about it last week. But like Ozark with Jason Bateman, it's like a Netflix show. There's the fourth, the first part of the fourth season just came out, which is weird because it was like seven episodes, which is kind of like a whole season. Anyway, I won't like spoil anything for anybody that's watching it or if you watch it. But like in the third season a new character gets introduced and then that new character like gets assimilated in and has a very specific, very important um, like line that pushes the plot of the show forward in the third season. And there's a very specific, what's crazy about it is it's not complex. It's very subtle theme. Yes. It's very subtle, very subdued, but very emotional. I would always, I as a musician would always know when this, theme came on when something was happening and it was very emotional and his the this character storyline was very emotional well in the fourth so that that season was like 18 months ago or something like that um and in this season like six episodes into the first part of this new season they talk about that character and for like 10 seconds that music comes back on and i literally like gasped sitting on my couch alone at one in the morning because I had forgotten. And, and as soon as the music came in, 
I remembered so much about that character and that character's story and what happened and what made me so sad and why I like thought about that music for like 10 days after. And and then it never happened again throughout the rest of the season. It was just these 10 seconds where they brought it back when they were talking about him. And I was just like, I was like wrecked by it. It was, it's so good. I love music so Dude, much. It's, it's the same thing. Like when I, there's like certain scents that remind mm-hmm. me of, um, like the, uh, there's a couple particular scents of like a mixture of this one kind of air freshener and then like mothballs. That is really? it's my grandmother's house. It's yeah. my grandma. Whenever I smell, you know, if I'm in like Christmas tree shop or something, it just smells. And I'm like, that's my grandmother's yeah. house. I'm like a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 there's I'm sure it has something to do with like it activates some cluster of intertwined yep. neurons that's like really hits hard you know whatever in music um smell uh all that stuff will 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 absolutely do that it's so it's so good and i just love when people do it right you know what i mean like like i was saying it wasn't a complex piece it was just yeah i don't know i love it so yeah music dude stuff like that like i would totally watch that or listen to that song just like out on the beach and just let it take me away I, I've been watching. Um, you guys, you would probably enjoy uh, another channel that I found, and I found it because it was suggested to me. It was just one of the side videos that was suggested from like H Bomber guy who okay. I told you about last week. Um, and actually, it's dude. It's so funny how this all fucking works. The video, the video that I clicked on and the recommended was called "Line Goes Up: The Problem with NFTs." Mm. from a channel called Folding Ideas. Um, and he literally talks for two hours and 18 minutes just all about crypto and NFTs in a way that was like... I don't know how to explain it. Basically, I'm, I'm glad I saw it yeah. because what it did is there was a lot of things, whether they were like apprehensions i had or slight uncomfortableness levels around some of that stuff where i'm like some of this feels questionable you know um and and he explained all of that really 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 fucking well Um, that's cool it's worth watching but anyway and i remember i just started watching more and more of his videos and then halfway through he has a quote where it's like a snippet from a video and all of a sudden i hear h bomber guy's voice I was like, what the fuck? And I had to like rewind it. I'm like, why is this? And he doesn't say anything about H bomber guy. It's just like, he's talking and he's using some B roll, you know, (laughs) that's like a relevant quote or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, I watched two more videos and then he says like, oh yeah, my colleague and good friend H bomber guy. And I was like, dude, all these things are connected that I like didn't, didn't realize, but yeah, check out folding ideas because he has a bunch of, I mean, he talks about NFTs and whatever in that video, but he also has, um, like his popular uploads, The Art of Editing and Suicide Squad. Um, mm. A few other ones where he talks about um, uh, some other movies. Like he does one on Ludo Narrative Dissonance. He does one on, mm. there's one called like The Snowman. Basically just talking about like why. It's similar to Every Frame of Painting where he talk, He yeah. does some like kind of criticism about, Dude, um, about the editing. Um, but then also like, stuck in between there's in search of a flat earth so he t- does a video where he like 
kind of debunks some flat earth stuff which has it's yeah really really good um i'm in i watched um <laughs> i watched the h bomber guys two hour video on pathologic oh yeah i did yeah it was so good and it made you like want to play it but then like there's no way you're gonna play it like no way i'm so glad i saw the video yes. and got to experience it i'm it's almost like when you see a movie and someone's like you know these books are so amazing and you see the movie and you're like the movie was amazing you're like i feel like i can skip the books yeah i'm glad i saw the movie like i get 100%. it 100 percent. even though like the real experience would be reading the books yes. the real experience yeah. would be playing would be through playing the game. that game yeah <laughs> but, but fuck that but yeah but no way but i, I would have and i wouldn't have ever been in the right frame of mind to experience it the way it was meant to be experienced if i played it and so i'm glad i Got I got I got a better experience by watching the video than yeah. playing the game, getting frustrated, and then never wanting to hear anything about it. Now, did you did you understand? Um, I don't remember if this is something I thought or said out loud, or said out loud on the podcast, or said out loud on stream, and it's all <laughs> mush, mashed together. But um, the whole idea of look, you know, Tarkov is not meant to be fun. Oh yeah, and how that game was meant to. It's like it's not a game where you, you know, where you have to prevent starvation. It's a game about starving. About starving, yes. Was <laughs> so, so did anything resonate there? At least to contrast with like, sure. oh, this game, this game is, it's, it's painful, and it's by design, but in a way that's different than Tarkov is painful by design. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it for sure? I mean, that was like that. <laughs> got so like deep and meta and like you were saying like at the end when like the developers are talking to you and then at the end where the developers are talking about how it's kind of weird and meta that the developers are talking to you and so like they got like super weird and super meta with it but absolutely i mean it was definitely like hearing him talk about that where he's like you know it's not fun but like does a video game have to be fun to to provide an experience you know what i mean it's like it's like music right like like major keys are always going to be more popular than minor keys because people don't want to feel sad as often, but that doesn't mean that there's no room in the world for music that makes you feel sad. It's like, that's that now, you know, that's pathologic. Pathological never even reached the success probably that Tarkov is because it's even, like you said, it's even more extreme. It's even, it's even more about specifically suffering, but that doesn't mean that there's not a place for it. And yeah, it, it reminded me a lot, or at least that section where he was talking about that reminded me a lot of your first video, the, the Tarkov is not meant to be fun. And like how you contrasted that with like experiences in your own life. Some of the things that you'd never look back and say were fun, but like shaped who you were as a person. And so <laughs> that game just, yeah, absolutely went insane with like, it is, and, and like, and what I found interesting about it was he t him talking when he was talking about the walking and how slow you walk and then like um that became the best part of the game because it was like the only time he had to think because every everything else was so, you know what I mean, and like process. Like chaotic. Yeah, yeah, and just that concept of like if you come in with a certain expectation, you're super frustrated that you're walking so slow, but like the more you get into it, the more you can realize like way later on that Maybe it wasn't designed to be that way, but like you would like unlock a new thing in your brain because you kind of push through that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, I, and I think what's interesting to consider is just how many of the things, how many of the how many of the aspects of the like the design of that game were intentional. Yeah, 
you know, they intentionally gave some sort of, you know, negative, yeah. emotional, whatever. And I mean, this is something that, like, again, I know I made the video, Tarkov's not meant to be fun, but I, I actually feel like it gets very often, like, it's become its own meme that misses the context. Like, yeah. it, misses, yeah. it misses its own message, you know? Like, when I get fucked over by the AI being broken... And then I'm back in the menu and, you know, get like three errors in the menu. And then I go to buy something and I can't buy the thing I need for the quest. Like I can't buy Untar armor. Correct. Because it's, I've bought too many of them, but then that means I can't like do the quest. That's and not then people that. Take, That's yeah, not People Tarko take that yeah. as like, oh, oh Tarkov <laughs> doesn't need to be fun, LOL. And they think that like they're pointing out like this profound thing when, when really it's like the misapplication. Like that's, yeah. I, it's, Oh God, I don't even know. How it, it's it's too meta for me to like. No, explain. for sure, for sure. It's the difference between getting mugged and you know quitting your job to risk and try something new. Like you know what I mean? Like going to work every day feeling sick because you weren't sure if this was the right decision for you. That's not fun. But those are the types of decisions that like shape who you are as a person. Getting mugged isn't like you know you wipe the blood from your chin and you go, hey, life's not meant to be fun. Maybe this will make me a better person. Like that was just a terrible thing that was out of your control. You know what I mean? That's different than than that conversation about like something doesn't have to be fun for it to be meaningful yeah yeah like the, the the point i tried to make in that video was that was that the the goal of tarkov is to have not have every experience be fun and sometimes it's the being scared or yeah. um you know be, being fearful and and having the intensity and everything that how that adds to the experience but it's not that to, to say that Tarkov isn't meant to be fun is not the equivalent. It's not equivalent to if you're not having fun, that's Tarkov. That's the right thing. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> correct. Because Tarkov, when it's at its best, is fun. Yes. It's just intense and fun. Yeah. Even if you lose. Um, yeah. You know, but it's but it's not. You know, it's not a game about having fun. Correct. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I get you. It's hard to communicate that, and I can see how it's become a meme or, like, a weirdly meta self-misunderstanding of, of the video. Like, I get it, but I get what you mean, and I felt those things when you yeah. were in the video, you know what I mean? And it's hard to explain the difference between the two, but, yeah. I actually played Pathologic <laughs> 2 on stream for, like, four or five hours. That um, looks cool like the it, I mean, graphics it, looked crazy and it just it, like brought that world into this like whole new creepy place being able to even just seeing the footage of him playing the second one you're like whoa dude it's beautiful and there are some really affecting scenes in it i didn't get very far and honestly part of it is i died a bunch but like when you die it just like starts you back like you almost like don't really lose progress really almost almost i feel like it's Seems like better <laughs> for the experience but at the same time it's like I feel like I feels unpathologic. A, yeah, I feel like, you know, this isn't what I expected. I'm like, wait, how am I? Like, I didn't get punished <laughs> for the thing. So I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of like lost interest um, yeah. in playing the game. But but again, some of the scenes were fucking like there's one where you like roll up on a woman who's like. In the game, there are these you can think about it like witches almost where mm. They think that um, it's this whole weird, 
I don't even know if it's like mythological or if it's historical or if they completely made it up for the game. It could just be like a thing that exists in a different yeah. country that I don't know about. But effectively witches. There was a woman being burned at the stake. And like it's like a cutscene where it fucking like zooms in to the point where you're basically like inside her while she's screaming. And you're just staring there looking at the crowd just watching. And it it sits there for like 20 seconds you're just like like holy and to just think about like in our not distant history this was real fucking life dude like the the mob mentality and the ignorance and the shit that i feel like i feel every other day in twitch chat sometimes to a much obviously less physically dangerous degree (laughs) um Dude, yeah. it was fucking bad. And th- there's another part where you're walking along and you hear a woman like crying and screaming and you look up and she's just like on the, bl- the ledge of a building like five stories up. And then like I remember at the time I was running from like the dudes with the switchblades that were coming to chase after me, you know, like you yeah. see in the fucking first one. And I was running around trying to like, you know, get away from these guys. And like nothing happened. I thought maybe there's like a cutscene, or if I could go like talk to some NPCs, something would happen. But the second time around, when I came back after I got rid of the dudes, I'm like 20 feet away from the crowd and she just jumps. And you just see her land and bounce and it's like. And then the crowd just like slowly fucking dissipates. And you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so weird, dude. It's oh, yeah. that's so that's intense. I want them to make a fucking video on the second one so I don't have to play it. Yeah, but... yeah. Come on, bro. That's oh, funny. Yeah. All that being said, how's how's Tarky been feeling? You got a uh, few hours it, in before the podcast. Interesting, actually. Yesterday, so yesterday I had a few raids. Uh, was trying to get the final bit of uh, peacekeeping mission done. So oh, okay. wearing the the untar gear on interchange, I think. Um, yeah. And I just kept getting fucked up by Killa, like so broken. Like I would, like he'd <sighs> be standing, he'd be you. sitting in, he'd be sitting in the corner, dude, and I'd have. My dope M4 with like, you know, 855A1. And I would, I knew right where he was. I'd peek out and instantly just, and he would just, I'm just dead. Dude. Like no aim punch to him, no whatever. And I have a clip to send you. And like, a we, me and Geeks were running interchange and I peeked a corner and he was, he wasn't like a hundred yards away, but he was far enough away that I actually thought it was a normal scav. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, that's killer. And it was just, he was just standing still, and I peeked the corner, and then all of a sudden, it w- it's like aim punch gets exponential. It's like when you get shot from him, you get the like weird aim punch, but if he shoots you again, it like even if you're in the middle of this crazy aim punch, it does it again. Like I'm yeah. like looking at the roof of interchange, and Doing a I backflip. yeah, and I have like 97 HP. He had a P of the PP19. With 9 mil AP ammo, both of my arms were gone, and I had 112 HP left. And it was like, still, we were like, was that Killa? And Chad's like, that has to be Killa. I think it's Killa. So me and Geeks were playing super slow. The The way that you I fight the Scavosses a lot is if you get a nade, a good nade, then they, they move. They get into motion. And you can shoot them while they're running, you know, from point A to point B. Yep. Geeks is like, I'm going to try and get a nade in there because I peeked and I saw him again. And he throws the nade. I hear him, you know, dunk a dunk dunk running. So I peek out and he literally just like turns and then crouches and I just can't even see anything. I'm just dead. And I, I, I like I dude, once again, I I died and I was like, I have to send that to Veritas. Like it was just so 
like he they'll it overrides he overrides his own will to survive to kill you. You know what I mean? Like he was well, like th- he had because- just started running away from the grenade and he was like ah and then just runs away and kills geeks. And I was like, "Come on, man." That's what Nikita said in the interview. He's like, "The clips you sent me well, and I don't know if you got a chance. I again. did. I like, watched the whole thing. No, I did. Okay. Um, where he said it's a conflict of priority. Yeah. Um, because what happened was you threw the grenade. So instantly he says, I need to run from the grenade. He's running from the grenade. And then all of a sudden he sees you and goes, I need to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. At least before he used to like, I'm running from a grenade. And then know everything else. It was like he was blind to. Yeah. So he would just be running to like whatever the nearest cover was. Yeah. It, which always seemed like random because sometimes they would just run towards the grenade. You know, yes. it's almost like <laughs> yes. you see a grenade, pick a pick the random node in like your navigation mesh that's the closest and run towards it. And you know, and it was <laughs> uninterruptible. But now it's like, but now yeah. everything they do is interrupted by. Oh, I see a guy. Let me fucking shoot him in the Even head. Even if he would have died to that nade after, like you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. kill, 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 dude. The clip in your video. In the so this past week I went and I watched the whole um AI video and yep. then the interview. So like I, I finally got caught up on both. And the clip in the original video where you shoot the scab on interchange and he just sprints toward you. You shoot and him I'm once and you're like, at him. What are you doing? What are you doing? And then you shoot him in the head again. I was like, Oh my god, dude. <laughs> like there's just no words. There's no hardcore tactical simulator. There's no ground baking AI. It's like, what are you doing? Like the cover he had selected was behind you. So he was going to he was going to go get it. He was running to like where I was holding the angle on the shelf. He was like, I'm going to go there for cover. Yeah, 100 percent. That reminded me of the clip when everybody was like, leg meta from scavs isn't a thing. And you stood behind the concrete pillar up to your chest. And there were three scavs on the other end customs. And you just stood there for like five minutes. And they were like, and you took no damage. I was just like, what do you even say to that? That It was just, what do you even say to that clip? But yeah, Killa is, it's it's crazy. It's I haven't just been like, able to kill him once this, this wipe. Not once. The only one, I killed him for a quest with an impact nade. Yeah, maybe I should do that. Because every time I I've see I've been him, telling people, it's so, he is, it, it fluctuates, right? At one point, Killa was the easiest scav boss, almost bar none. Right? If you just like, if you. As long as you hit him with a bullet. Exactly. That was like, if you were tickling him, he was completely incapacitated. And now it's the complete opposite. Like his AI seems the craziest. Like Sanitar's AI is not good you know, but that issue isn't there. Like that prioritization thing. Like if you throw a grenade, my man has picked a place he wants to run and he will just run. You can just like, and just hit him every time. And he will not stop running. And eventually he'll fall over dead. That's how I kill Sanitar that whatever that. So like now Killa is not stun lockable. His AI is all messed up and he spawns everywhere so and, like, and he also doesn't telegraph his location no He's not, he just stands there perfectly like a statue yes and just wait and so like now so many people are hung up on that quest to kill him because it's like i can't find him and when i find him it's just instant death so i'm like i'm like bro get a, get an impact nade and just run around on factor or on interchange with that thing and just lob it at him like it's it's the only way yeah i sent the clip to nikita yesterday because i was I, you know, just pissed off, and I'm like, 
how do we even play around that question yeah. mark? And it was like ten minutes later, I could see the message was read, <laughs> and he didn't respond. <laughs> kind of wanted to be like, I'm, I'm actually like, I'm yeah. genuinely curious to know, like, you know, I, I don't can, know, dude. I um, can send you another one to send him. But yeah, so interchanges are off with. Uh, but anyway, I finished. I finished uh, the peacekeeping mission, and then I went shoreline. <laughs> To try to do oh no then i did um i was on shooter born in heaven oh, okay so when i started yesterday i had one on customs one on shoreline the one on customs i got on the first raid of the white that's crazy i spawned like over by the trains by the the, the like the bridge on customs where there's the trains little hut there oh um, yep 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 and I like instantly just ran over to the edge of the bridge watching the like, land bridge and I saw a dude running and I just dude. was like with a fucking red dot on an RPK just pop. That's <laughs> amazing. Dude. Um, but yeah, so I, I uh, was doing Shooter Born in Heaven. It took me about five hours of customs to get the the other two. Customs is um, hard. Both times Shooter Born in Heaven was done either from like land bridge over to the actual bridge yeah. or on like the across from big red, like lying down on top of the fucking newspaper stand roof. Yep. Yeah. Just waiting for somebody. Cause that's the best one because they're running at you. It's so much easier to hit somebody when they're coming at you than yes. when they're going laterally. Exactly. Um, so yeah, th that's, that's where I got all three of them basically was, yeah. was there. Shooterboard heaven on customs. Isn't necessarily hard. It's just boring because there's like two spots and so if you want to get it done quick, you just wait for somebody to run. You know what I mean? You just wait the whole raid. If you want to do it natural, that like it's a lot harder because I don't wait. I just do it in the first one minute yeah. of the raid. If you spawn there, then you just like, yeah, lay prone and wait. Yeah. Because you know there's going to be at least four people or whatever. They're going to be crossing. Crossing And at if you're some on point. the bridge, <laughs> then you know you'll hear them coming behind you if they're going down, yeah. you know, whatever. Or everybody else is going to be crossing the land bridge. And then usually they're just like a good 30... 40 meters of just like no cover where they're going to like zigzag. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I did that and you know, there was some ups and downs there, but then I went shoreline and for the next like six hours I played shoreline and I didn't die. Dude. I, I won 10 raids in a row. That's played sick. shoreline and, and I was killing like duos and trios and solo players and, but it was more slow and, yeah. and then to, um, today, so I, I managed to actually I didn't get any on shoreline yesterday. Today I got one on shoreline. Um and then I've that's what I've just been trying to do is get the last one. Yeah. Um but yeah, the one of the fucking I had one of the slickest one V threes, dude. It was Ooh. just like Oh my god. I, I was I heard people all the way down I was in the West Wing, um like first floor and I could hear people second floor. Yeah. You know, on the third floor, there's like the barricades. There's just like shelves and shit all yes. pushed over that you. There was a dude, like lying prone sideways <laughs> on top of the thing, like towards the middle of of the resort. Okay. And I was all the way at the end by the window, and I like kept popping them and popping them and popping them. And I was using, uh, I think I had like eight five six a one eight five five a one, and I hit him like three or four times in the head a few times in the body, like nothing. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> so then I went down to the second floor um, because I could see he was on the third floor. Yep. And they were still throwing grenades and shit 
on the third floor, I'm like, oh, they didn't see me like fall back or anything. Yeah. So then I ran underneath, like jumped over the little barbed wire thing, looked up through the hole, like killed one dude. And then I could hear two other sets of footsteps. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yep. I went up the stairs. And then there was another guy who heard me coming up the stairs. I pre-fired him. I killed him. And then I went like into the room and reloaded. And then like came across. It was just like super smooth. Mm-hmm. Instantly died. Everything went like perfectly. And, and it turns out the first guy had um, whatever that fucking helmet is with like the neck brace. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what that's called, but I know exactly which one. Yeah, looks like the like explosives disposal. Yeah, you know the hurt locker kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Had that and and one of the heavier armors. Um, it was like one of the first times. But then they were also using like scuffed VSSs, like forty percent really? durability VSSs and valves. Bro, um, Shoreline has been insane. Like like the resort. Like I know you're doing Shoeborne in Heaven, so you're you're probably playing outside of the resort a lot. But the resort has been nutty and good, like feeling good. Like today, yeah. me and Geeks died a lot today, but it wasn't like there, there was some audio stuff, but not like brand new audio stuff. Right. But uh, I went I actually put this as uh, one of our line items to talk about, like Chad gear. I'm not an Alton player and I'm rarely a slick player. Like like the last week of the wipe, I'm running like TV 110 rigs. You know what I mean? I just like I don't know. I just don't care. And I it's just like we've talked about before. It's just another thing to be frustrated about if I die. You know what I mean? I'm going to get magnum bucks to the stomach. It doesn't matter. But uh, me and Sealable were doing the guide. And so we did factory and labs. We got that done real quick. And then I was like, okay. I hate this quest. So I found an Alton in my stash and a hex grid and an MP7. And I was like, let's go. And we finished the guide first go around. And then I was like, well, I don't have room in my stash for this. So I'll just use it. Right. I'll just like when I die with this, I'll put on a normal kit. I went 16 raids. That was my longest streak ever because I never played back in the old factory days. But so I went 16 raids with an Alton and a hex grid and an MP7. Like I got to the point where I took all the attachments, all the MP7 and I sold it and got another one because the dur- I I couldn't repair it. The durability was so low I was going to get malfunctions. Like was it now it was so good. Did you get in a lot of fights where you survived because of it or was it just I uh the Alton fully repaired was like 72 out of 72 and they start at 95 out of 95. The Alton face shield. I took over the because it was over two days. My streak was my sixteen rage streak, and oh, I no. I probably took I probably took fourteen different shots to the face shield, and probably like ten to the head. Like the dude, I I felt invincible, and it was because, like, I had never really pieced together that like the, um, or using. Yeah, it's the the better stuff is like harder to come by and more expensive and you can't put it in your gamma all the little things right like you can't put the mags in your gamma. It's harder to get all these content creators like me like like that entire time that entire 16 rage streak. I was using an MP7 with subsonic. Okay, not APSX not FMJ subsonic. If I had run into an Alton guy, I was screwed. Right. Like even me in the Chad gear, like the ammo is just so much different now than previous wipes. So we were just like laying waste to I got shot so many times. And uh, and that was like right up with after we did the guy, we're like, let's just play Shoreline. And we did like eight raids in a row. Like one, I one V three a group and two of them had slicks. One of them had like they both had meta guns. Like something happened the other day, and at least on East Coast servers, freaking Shoreline has been nuts, and it's been really fun. Yeah, no, I I I honestly went to resort like 
almost every raid, even though I've been doing shooter, because yeah. the way that I treat shooter is like the first 90 seconds of the raid is shooter born in heaven. Yeah. And then everything else is, Resort. you know, maybe I might get lucky and see somebody running off in the distance, but that's just a fucking pure it's roll of the dice. It's exactly that. After the first few minutes, yes, if you sit out there, you might see someone eventually, but you have 38 minutes left in the raid for uh, I might see someone eventually. So it's like, yeah. whatever. I might also see someone later on when I'm exfilling, you know, and it might just be 100 meters in front of me or whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I don't go insane. It, yeah, totally. It's it's and and it was yesterday was a day where I started the day with like three million rubles, and I had two of my junk boxes I emptied out um, when mm. I premiered like the AI yeah yeah, yeah. Inter interview video. I was literally like had it up on another screen on my other computer, so I was just I went through and emptied out my scav junk box which was 8 million rubles is what I ended up having That's that crazy. were in, in, in both my scav junk boxes. Um, I also got rid of, uh, I have, I had like 10 graphics cards and like five of them were found in raid and five of them weren't. So I just put the five yeah. that were found. Cause I'm not, I don't, I have like level two, everything in my, <laughs> in your hideout. Like yeah. I, I don't even, I'm not even close to getting anything. I just don't really care. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And then, you know, after a day of getting wrecked a couple days ago, I was back down to like 3 million. Um, doing peacekeeping mission actually, yeah. Um, just because you're a fucking blue beacon. Yeah, because when you distance. die, you can't use anything in your stash. You have to buy everything new again. <sighs> yep, it kills. The, me. And it's M4s and armor, and the armor isn't cheap. No, either. You know, you're talking 100k or whatever for for the shitty ass armor that you know. Um, and then not to mention, it's like you got to get 60 kills. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 20. So it's yeah. So it's like I ended up insuring them because I'm like. I'm still going to be working on this tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be nice to get all these back in insurance. And of course, now, two days <laughs> later, I'm getting back the second half in insurance, yeah. and I'm just instantly fucking vendoring them all because I yeah. don't want to look at them anymore. Um, but but yeah, yesterday was the first day where I was able to have like six hours of PvP, and then both scav junk boxes were full, and my entire stash was full of guns yes, and stuff. armor that couldn't fit in my thick item case and my thick weapon case yeah and i sold all of that and i ended up back at like four and a half million so i actually like had a day where i didn't lose money oh nice pvp you know like and that wasn't even counting i still have the two full scav junk boxes yeah you know like full of roosters lions teapots cats ravens gp coins gold chains yeah um so so yeah i mean for for fucking like once but i mean that's what it takes six hours of not fucking dying and i and i don't know what it is <laughs> right is it like was what what is it was there a band wave was yeah, i don't know th the problem is is that you know too many people instantly say oh you know you, you came out of your rut but there are times where i'm fucking on yeah like on point Flicking headshots, I feel like a god, and I still am losing every single raid. And then there are times where I was like yesterday, I wasn't even particularly playing well, and yeah. the people I was playing against were like, oh, you know, but for some reason it just felt totally different. Yep, it's um, weird. It's super weird. Yeah. So again, I don't know if there's a ban wave or or, or <laughs> what. Um, it's really hard to say if it was like server performance or if it's all in my head or if it's confidence or if it's yeah. 
yeah, I don't know. But a lot of other folks were also saying, uh, you know, that it felt things felt good for them too. So I don't know if that's just like a coincidence. And then today it was like 50 50. Whereas it, every time I died, it was sus as fuck. Really? And then every other time was fine. Yeah. Like, even if I died, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was rough. I had my first, like, truly, undeniably, in, like, crazy suspicious encounter of the wipe. Like, there, there are a few where, like, the sus meter got pinged a little bit, and I was like, maybe, but it's not even worth pulling up the clip. Let's just move on because yeah. there's nothing I can do about it and whatever. So, like, I'm not saying it was the first cheater I ran into, but, like, I, I hadn't, I had been, I don't know, I'd been getting off scot-free. I just, it's just so hard when people come in and they're like, I died to cheaters five raids in a row. And I'm like, I'm not saying you're a liar, but I've played 400 raids and I've had show more. me the yeah. Show me the clips and yeah. I'll, and I'll just, be able to judge. I'm sorry. Play different servers. Like, I don't know what to say. But, dude, we killed uh, Sanitar. I was playing with Sheaf and we killed Sanitar. And, like, we made a lot of noise. It's not weird that a PMC would arrive after making all that noise. But, like, you know the little, like... On the, the cottage area, you've got the cottages and then the area in the back. And then behind that, there's this like little wooden shack. And I was like in there and I was tucked in the corner and there were two sets of walls behind me. I had my back to a wall. And then on the other side of that wall was just the other room of that. So then there was a wall. Was someone spraying? I've been in there too and gotten sprayed the fuck. And that makes me wonder if there's like a Dude, occlusion thing. Or if yeah, like a render thing. Yeah. I mean, you there's, there's windows that you can see through, but like we went back. And like I was 100% covered and it was literally just like I had been packing mags and on like the fourth mag, like it wasn't as soon as I got back, I was chilling. We're talking to Sheaf. It was like, tink, 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 tink. And so I tabbed out and I was seeing the bullet holes like on the wood next to me. It was like, tink, tink. It was getting closer. I was like, what the frick? So I just started running and I was like, I think this dude's cheating. And uh, he was shooting at me like all over the place. Like, and we went back and we looked at the footage. There's like no way that that dude saw me, but he, he let me run. I, I, I didn't touch Sanitar or the guards. I had just killed him. I was packing mags and we just, I just SJ six and I ran away and I kept putting the mountain in between me and where I thought he was. And I think what he you, just, I think he just, you think he was just shitty aim. Like he had like a wall. I just think, yeah, radar I think he could see me. Yeah. I think he could see me and he didn't have whatever would shoot through the walls and didn't care to kill me because he saw, he probably saw all the loot. You know what I mean? That was sitting on the floor and he was like, all right, whatever. Interesting. Like it was insane, which like, huh. I definitely don't want to harp on the cheating thing. Cause once again, like my experience is pretty great. Did you see the, that friendly guy video? Do you know who that guy is? Okay. His name is That Friendly Guy. He's awesome, man. He, um, he, he's doing a playthrough, and I think he does this every time. He has not fired a bullet this wipe. He, no, <laughs> no kill. It's, he's That Friendly Guy. He, he tries to VoIP with people. That's it. And in the past, like, that's been his Twitch name for a while. In the past, he tried to do that all through the game comms, and it was so hard for him. And so he's yeah. just been, literally, he hasn't shot a bullet this way. He's, like, level 25, which is insane. Like, he's trying to get quests on and do stuff and help people, and, and he was on labs, bro. He was on labs, and some dude came up, and he was like, yo, 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 I'm chill, I'm chill. And it was a 13-minute raid where basically the guy was like, oh, let's... I'll, I'll take you around labs and give you some loot. 
And as the raid progressed more and more, that friendly guy was like, yo, this dude is mad sus. Like, he was only looting computers that would have GPUs. He wouldn't even search the other ones. And, like, the dude was like, no way, bro. And then, like, he, like, shot somebody in Red Room. And so, and then at the end, he was like, all right, chat, chat, I'll do it. They were in the basement, and they were VoIPing. And he was like, bro, are you cheating? And the guy was like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, he was like, yeah, I know. I could tell. And so he was asking him all these questions. And the dude was like, the dude was like, yeah, the only reason why I was friendly to you is because I could see that you have a zero KD. Like, you see that he had... And, and the dude was like, wait, you could see that? And he was like, yeah. So he was asking him all these questions about this stuff. And uh, every time he would talk, he would open up the VoIP menu and report him <laughs> on VoIP. Like, you know what I mean? And in the middle of their conversation, the dude fell over dead and got his account banned. He was in the middle of talking about how he's like, yeah, if you if you buy the terrible cheats, you know, like you're going to get banned, but like this one has been really good at going under. And that friendly guy is not like DMing Nikita, right? You know what I mean? It's not yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. got the he's, one. He's got 2000 subs on Twitter, on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, and in the middle of the conversation, the dude just falls over dead. And, um, and then out of the raid, the, uh, he tried to send a friend message to him, but that account didn't exist. So like, he just like straight up got banned on like while he was telling this oh did guy. he have the dog tag yeah because it, so he fell over dead so he took the dog tag and all all the loot i think i don't even know if he took the loot maybe not uh he took the dog tag and got out and tried to send him a message but the the game was like that account does not exist and so it was just it was a great video dude now it was a great video i'm like i'm watching it right now silence and yeah I'm, it looks like that's gonna be a pretty <laughs> funny watch um i do have to say though was it yesterday or the day before i had i had a couple of i was mad dude i was mad at like the random luck i had because it made me look suspicious i was actually pissed um and i don't remember the exact details <laughs> i just remember oh you know what I, I had like ran through most of interchange. Um, I had only, you know, looted like a couple of bags, grabbed a couple of things. And then like randomly for some reason, I just felt like going back into. In. Is it Goshan? There's. The like a locked room where you need to get some like documents or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Randomly. Yeah, in in the logistics office, rant, dude. I, I I've been there twice this patch. Yeah, one time to do the quest. Yeah, and then for some reason, I think I was just like bored and was kind of like maybe I'll just go in here and see. I think maybe someone had said something like the day before about like, did you know there's like a static GPU spawn in? They they said somewhere in some room, and I thought maybe I'm like maybe, maybe it's, it's this room because. I don't play enough interchange to know like the name of the rooms. Like I, I barely know like Goshan yeah. and idea and, you know, and I literally went back there. I unlocked the thing and I went right to the PC and it was a graphics card. And I'm like, like, come on. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad that that happened. Like I hadn't looked in any other PCs. Yep. I ran by 50 <laughs> of them. I'm like, I would be so fucking sus. Looking sus, bro. And then like five minutes later, I did like another thing. 
and it was like i think i got another gpu and i'm like i just don't believe it dude like i don't fucking believe it um That's so oh, funny yeah it was in in the power station in a jacket you found a gpu in a jacket in one of the one of the there's the two jackets hanging outside of like the yeah. bathroom or whatever. It was a GPU in one of those jackets. What? That's crazy. I've never seen a GPU in a jacket. And I spawned there like six times, and I didn't check the jackets because like I check the text. Like sometimes I check them, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's like yeah, I'm just bored and I want combat. I flip the switch and I leave. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna check the. The three jackets. I'm gonna check these three toolboxes. I'm gonna go through the filing cabinets. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But yep. Fuck me, dude. If there wasn't like <laughs> four four different things yesterday that I'm like, I'm actually pissed off right now because it, like the, this luck is yeah. making me look bad. Yeah. I mean, like that. Uh, I I like that that stuff is happening. Like, uh, geeks found two GPUs and duffel bags today on Shoreline. Um, mm -hmm. I'd never seen him in a jacket and, uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, like we were playing shoreline one raid geeks found a Bitcoin, a defib and a GPU all in the same raid. And none of that was behind a locked door, but it was all in the resort GPU in a duffel bag. And then there was one of the unlocked rooms. Like the door isn't even on the hinges. And he went in there and found a defib and a Bitcoin sitting next to each other. And I was like, that's kind of cool that it's like, not as, I mean, that's like the dynamic loot, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Right. Like you can go there and if you have your wits about you on PVP, like you don't have to have any keys. You can come out and get stuff. But uh, but that's funny that like, yeah, they must have got that spawn rate. Sus, <laughs> that's sus luck. <laughs> and, yeah. and the thing is that like I almost every time now I go to open up a PC, I'm like, oh, GPU, you yeah. know, it's because it's like funny because for the 98% of people that just showed up and haven't seen me loot GPUs, it's like I'm calling my fucking shot, like yep. Babe Ruth, you know, where it's like, what? You know, and then, uh, yep. but every now and then you like call that twice and you get it and it's like, like, yep. out, of, out of context, <laughs> it's, you know, sketchy as fuck. I, I saw a clip on Twitter, a duo was playing and, and the dude was like, yo, check that computer. There's GPUs and computers now. And she was like, okay, she checked computer. There were two side by side in one computer. I was like, what the hell? It's insane. Now, my initial reaction is to be like, was that guy fucking cheating? You know, like <laughs> yeah. the other person, you know, or was it just one of those? Yeah. I mean, the thing is that the, the million times that someone says, check the computer and someone checks it, nothing happens. No one clips it, exactly. right? So it's, exactly. You don't get a realistic, like a, a realistic denominator in your statistics yeah. calculations. What's interesting about that video is like the dude, the that friendly guy video, the dude was hilarious. Like, because that friendly guy is like, how do you feel about like being an absolute garbage person and ruining the game? And they like he was trying to get to the guy, but the guy was like, Yeah, no, it, it's terrible. Like, I'm I'm totally ruining the game. Like, only it only like absolute dirtbags cheat. And and that friendly guy was like, Bro, what what am I supposed to say to this? But the guy it was interesting. The guy was like, Yeah, dude, everybody on labs cheats, whatever. But he was like, take it for what it's worth. He didn't know that the who he was talking to was a streamer. But he was like, he was like, that friendly guy was like, how many other cheaters do you run into? He was like, actually, it's super few and far between outside of labs, which I just found was interesting. And he's like, you can tell when somebody's cheating because like part of the cheats is like they can see your name and your KD. And so he's like, when I see people with like 52 KDs, it's like, I know, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever. And uh, but even but even that is like naive and oversimplistic, like. 
because there are lots of folks who keep their stats reasonable. Yeah. Because there's less red flags. Well, you know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, here's the here's the thing. Like, is it crazy to think that some? How old did the guy sound? <laughs> Not like I don't know, sixteen. Yeah. 18. Is it crazy to assume that some 16 year old kid who's using cheats might be just a fucking moron oh, and might not and might very not actually he's not he's not. <sighs> yeah. Um, qualified to determine if someone's cheating based on their stats, unless there's a thing that says this is user number 97 of cheats yeah. .com or whatever. <laughs> I you know, think, unless it has like a calling card. Yeah, it's a yes and no. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the cheats are or th what information they have access to. So I'd imagine that with enough of that access over a long enough period of time, you'd see patterns just like we see patterns. But on the flip side of that coin is exactly I don't I don't believe really his context. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't it's, know. it's it's the same thing. when we, I mean, I th we talked about this on stream yesterday, like with the whole kill cam thing, like ignoring the fact that it would be cool for content yeah. to have like a replay system or that it would be cool to learn, you know, two hours after the raid was over to be able to watch and then learn about, you know, yeah. whatever. But when it comes to like the fact that people think that they can they could watch someone's behavior and be able to determine either yes. based on their behavior or based on someone's stats. You know, someone's like, oh, what can't they just see like this guy's got, you know, 50 GPUs for sale in the flea market. Like, why don't they just ban that guy? And it's like, it's not that I mean, simple. I have, I have 10 GPUs and I yeah. never play interchange. Don't know where the spawns are. And I, you know, like all it would take is somebody to farm. Yeah. Five times more than me, which is probably every fucking player who farms interchange. Yeah. Last wife, Sheaf, uh, he was putting up all his graphics cards and he real and that it was a moment he realized there was a limit on how many items you could put up of one thing. He had like 212 graphics cards to put up and it would only let him put up 150 at a time. And yeah. I know for a fact he does not cheat. He just farms interchange for months. And so yeah, it's it's not it's not that simple. It's not that simple and and to your point exactly like the whole point of the a lot of the cheats are developed to make it look like you're not cheating. You know what I mean? So it's like, exactly. You can't, you can't realistically, you can't assume that just because you had a kill cam, you'd, you'd be a hundred percent accurate in deciding who's cheating. And on the flip side of that, how many times do you hit the shot where you're like, Oh, like I was playing on interchange. I couldn't see anything. We were doing night raids. I had the Alton on still. I don't know why. And I saw a muzzle flash. Somebody shot at me. I hit my armor. And I just went like this with the MP7. Just really quickly and then ran away. And 10 minutes later, because the guy didn't move, we found the body and I killed him. Yeah. And it's like, if you saw that kill cam, you know, I'm facing this way. You shoot at me and I just go and, and you kill you. To your fucking you did report me 100% of the time. You know what I mean? But and I imagine, I And imagine guy. there's a human being. See, that's the other thing is that people are like, why don't they just have an Overwatch system like CSGO? Or, and it's it, it all comes down to the fact that I do not trust any human being on planet Earth. Not me, not Nikita, not yeah. the fucking CEO of BattleEye, nobody. I do not trust any human being to be able to with eyeball it. <laughs> to be yeah, to, without the the with a 0% chance of ever false flagging somebody without a reasonable doubt to be able to say whether or not someone is cheating just based on either looking at their stats 
or looking at their like it's some in-game performance. I don't trust anybody. Yeah. So which is why and the that kill cams don't solve it. And it's why, you know, <laughs> I don't want manual. I want them to detect software running on your computer. And that's yeah. all I feel comfortable with. And that and that exact thing is so interesting because people flip flop on that. When, you know, when Anton or Hyperad get false banned, the community goes unacceptable. But then when nobody's getting, you know, when nobody huge is getting false banned, people are like, why don't we, why don't we put it in the hands of people? You know what I mean? Why don't we let a few people eyeball it? And it's like, you're telling me that you want, you know, a zero tolerance. And then you want to give Joe a monitor and be like, ban this guy if you think he's cheating. Like, I don't think that's take away. To take away his hundred and fifty dollar and like to basically yeah. take like steal one hundred and fifty dollars from somebody and prevent them from being able to basically ever play the game again. I don't. I do, I do not trust any human beings to be able to make that determination. Yeah. And and see the the thing is is that all you have to do is point to the the blatant like I've got clips from videos that I've done where I've talked about cheating where I have clips from uh, when I played call of duty um well i forget which one it was now um yeah. world war ii or whatever way back in the day when i made videos and i put them up on facebook for my friends to watch and i had like godly flicks and yeah. every and i play free for all and free for all is first to 30 kills i would get 30 kills before so there'd be 10 15 people playing before the second person on the leaderboard would get to double digits that was always my goal is to get 30 before anybody gets 10. Mm -hmm. And I could run around with the pistol, especially in hardcore free for all, because mm -hmm. it's a one shot kill. And I would just sound whore and yep. free aim. And, you know, um, and everybody would call me a cheater all the time. Every single raid. This is yeah. before cheaters actually infested the game. Yeah. Um, but and then there was a couple of games where it was like you watch the kill cam and you see the dude going you know just like in yeah. like blatant and here's the thing those cases the only cases where it's like a reasonable person would be able to say like yeah they're probably cheating um ignoring some weird you know bugs with the replay system or like issues with your mouse or whatever right yeah. those those kinds of blatant rage hackers are trivial for the anti-cheat to detect yeah they're gonna they're get the banned they get banned based on the software that's running, right? So yeah. you don't need any of those systems. You don't need any of that shit. Um, did we did we ever talk about, I don't want to get too into detail, but did we ever talk about the time that I someone tipped me off and I analyzed a bunch of the footage from somebody who was also streaming? Uh, nobody, nobody that anybody would know. Yeah. They're not even a member of the Tarkov community. They don't play the game anymore. They were a streamer from another category altogether. Um, did we ever talk about this? Is this like recently or was this a while ago? This was maybe, I don't know, six, seven months ago. Yeah, I think we did. I, I don't know. I, I think me and you talked about it. I don't know yeah, if we talked about yeah. it on stream. But basically how I had like 10 raids worth of VODs that I like recorded. And yep, I remember this. And with my analysis, I felt comfortable enough going to Nikita and saying, is this person cheating? Because everything they're doing in the game was extremely, extremely suspect. And I still have all the footage. All the VODs are deleted and stuff. I still have the footage. Maybe one day I'll, like, crop out, 
you know, I'll yeah. put a voice changer on it and crop out like any alerts or overlays or whatever. So like people can't because I promised the guy I wouldn't out him because he's basically like I got banned. I'm not playing the game anymore. I made a mistake. Here's all the information I have, all the fucking yeah. software and, and keys and discord shit. And, you know, then ended up being really helpful. Um, and he got his punishment, you know, so there's no reason to like fucking. Yeah. Take his name and drag it through. And anyway, that's a whole other thing. But um, but it was really interesting to see, like, when you watch somebody over the course of. 10 raids in a row. Yeah. And you really and you really understand how people play and the mentality of even different play styles, not even just how I play, but watching somebody like, why would he do this? Why would he do that? Why would they do that? And then but the, the most egregious one was the dude was on a scav run and on interchange and he ran up the escalators and was looking back towards tech light. There was two players there and he was a player scav. And he killed one of them and then, like, was half engaged with the second one. And then all of a sudden, he backs away and is like, no, you know what? Mm, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not really feeling this. Even though you're a player scav, you see players in tech light. You kill one of them and the guy was, like, juiced. And, you're and he's like, like nah. nah, he's got nothing on him. Like, you have nothing to lose. Why would you not go and try to, right? And instead, what he did is he ran all the way back over to the top of the escalator, went, got like halfway down the escalator where you can see out the front into like the parking lot. Did I ever send you this? Did I show this? Nah, to you? Not this clip, no. I'll, I'll have to show it to you, uh, like the unedited version. Yeah. Um, oh, and then while, while that was happening, uh, an AI scav. And a player scav go like walking by him and he's like looking at the player, looking at the player and he ignores them because this was after scav yeah. karma was introduced. Okay. So he engages, goes all the way back down the escalator and then he looks out all the way across and he had like a Valde. Yeah. I think he had like an SVD or something all the way across to the far egg, egg like the far wall, right? Like almost yep. where the exfil is, where yep. the joint exfil is. And he sees, a scav running from left to right and he starts shooting. He's like, Oh, what's this guy running for? What's this guy running for? And starts shooting. It's like, what do you mean? What's he running for? Like, yep. why? And why are you shooting? He's like, Oh, this guy's sus. He's running for me. It's like, you just shot at him. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? And he chases him down all the way. I mean, it's a far run yeah. from the fucking escalators in the middle of the mall, all the way out to the, like a railway exhale. He chased him all the way out there and then kills him. And then after after he kills him and before he loots him, he's like, I bet this guy's got a buddy. And it's like, you never saw anyone yeah. in the last 15 minutes. You never saw anybody. And instead, he turns around, starts looking back, and all of a sudden you see someone, another scav, start running. And it's like, what? That's insane. Yeah. 80 meters away. And he's like, oh, I think there might be somebody. And then... After he kills that guy, and this, and by the way, this player's was dog shit. Terrible aim. Like at like, the game, yeah. Like just the movement was clunky. Their aim was terrible. It was embarrassing. He finally loots the player scav, and what does he find in the backpack? A fucking GPU. Yeah. And it was like, if he had nothing on him, then I would have just put it up to him being like a clueless, you know, whatever. The fact yeah. that he had a GPU and his reaction was like, 
oh shit, I knew it. Like I knew he was acting yeah. sus. I'm like, give me a fucking break. And then, you know, like that in and of itself is not enough to say anything other than like, hmm. Yeah. And that was the first raid I watched when I got like tipped off. Every raid after that was like shooting people when it was pitch black and he's like prone without night vision through the grass. Oh, and yeah. And then you he was sent like, me one of those clips and where it was like, like, I think I got him. And you're like, you, <laughs> you like, can't see anything. You, you couldn't. I, nobody would even know that anybody was there. Yep. Yep. But yet he knew that there was somebody there and that he killed them. Yep. It was. Yeah, it was like. You know, and then he looted him, and the dude had the, the fucking juice on him, right? He had, like, the NVGs and the yeah. sick, you know, level 5 helmet and blah, blah, blah. And then it was, like, raid after raid after raid. You'd see him run by 50 duffel bags and then loot one duffel bag, and it had, like, a Bitcoin in it. And it was, like, you know, so, again, you can't look at isolated cases. Yeah. Because you look at two of my clips from just yesterday and I'd be the most sus player ever. Right. But look yes. at the last thousand raids and see how yeah. I've been cocked every raid and have a terrible <laughs> yeah, yeah. luck. And, and then had two how, raids where you found some GPUs. Yeah. You'd see how my luck was way below average. Right. Um, oh, man, I, this is super random, but like, what would the, I mean, obviously you don't, you don't know, no, but you might know more than me. How, what would it be to like, and this might present more problems as I'm thinking of it. My thought was, what would it, what would the server load be if every container did not spawn loot until it was searched? And it wasn't decided what was in that container until it was searched. Because like that, I mean, we've all seen the videos. They float around, you know, it's a, a screenshot of a guy and it's like GPU, LEDX, you know, boom, 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 boom. And of course, loose loot, which I want there to be more of in the game, would have to spawn at the raid start. But like all the computers, all the duffel bags, you know what I mean? You just like, you just couldn't tell. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All the know. jackets, you know, for keys, like. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hard. It's hard to say. Um. I mean, ultimately, it would, it would be, you know, probably, uh, I mean, you're talking about the same amount of, like, raw data. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it just so happens that it's all up front. It's all front loaded. Yeah. Um, you know, which gives you, obviously, a performance, a performance benefit, but. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, that, that's. I mean, I it obviously <laughs> wouldn't be, like, a by and large solution because there's so much loose loot on the ground. That's why we have locked rooms, right? Because there's just a Bitcoin on the table behind it. So it wouldn't solve everything. But the more that they make the loot dynamic, the more that you can pull crazy keys out of jackets, crazy loot out of duffels, crazy loot out of computers. That's just a lot more of that stuff to take a look at. Um, but then you wouldn't yeah. want, you know, you wouldn't want, the, you know, the every once in a while four people loot a pc at the same time and the server crashes you know what i mean because it's like ah like i, I mean, don't know technically speaking this it's not like there's it's it's not like there's not that much information going back and forth at any given point anyway right like yeah. every every tick you're sending your update your positional updates yeah i mean that's you know not a whole lot of uh not a whole lot less information than like that's an true. item id yeah you know so it, it really isn't that much um <clears throat> I mean, ultimately, if they were to go the route that, um, you know, something like what Valorant did uh, with their net code, which is some of the best in the <clears throat> fucking yeah. business, um, it would solve that particular issue. 
to some extent. Oh yeah. So what, the way the way that Valorant works, um, and again, the, there's there's still like ways that people get around it and still For exploit sure. it and stuff. But but at least like the principle is really interesting, and that's you basically have um, kind of a bubble around you, and that's that's the only context that you're effectively given. Whereas in Tarkov, I'm fairly certain your client gets all of the information mm. about all, like everything all at once. It's always getting the full state of the map. So that's why, you know, how things like radars work and whatever. Um, because they know, they don't obviously don't display it to you, but they have access to all of the information about every player. I remember you explaining this to me. It's almost like those old games where there's like a... You know, it's like smoke where you like you have to walk like you actually can't see like the, the isometric games, the top down. You only have a vision cone of this big. Like that's how kind of how Valorant is, right? Yeah. So the way that the way that Valorant will work is like your client wouldn't be given positional information about any players unless they were effectively within line of sight. Yeah. And their line of sight calculations are because of the way that the levels are designed it's like it's totally different than tarkov but it's it's fucking genius where they know that if you're like peeking down not even a hallway but like just imagine like a big open space but has a bunch of like triangular yeah. walls jutting out and stuff like it knows that you're looking in a particular place and that somebody could potentially be in your line of sight very shortly then that's when the server says now give them information about the player. Yeah. So so for the longest time, and I don't know what the state is now, but for the longest time, the only wall hacks there were, they were near, they were like near field wall hacks. Yeah. So you would not be able to see anybody until they got like within basically like lean sidestepping distance of the edge of the wall because the server wouldn't send that information That's until they got to the edge of the wall. So. I don't know. There, there's a lot of cool stuff that they could do. Yeah. And that's something that would also improve performance. Yes. Um, Because it would be sending a lot less information. There would be more mm. checks. But like doing those kinds of count, like ray casting and all that, like yeah. that's not geometry and, and algebra are what computers are made to do. Yeah. Made to just crunch numbers. Um, That's a lot less super overhead than package up a bunch of fucking like text around where the players are, what they're wearing, all of the IDs for all the items that they're wearing, what are the, all the attachments, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, and here's their location at any given moment. Like that's a lot less. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, and a lot more processing that both the client and the server has to do. So mm. anyway, um, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I, I want to bring up real quick, um, just because I'm trying to figure out what I want to focus on next for like some content, mm -hmm. and it's been coming up so fucking often. I think I know what you're gonna say, bro. Steam audio. Yep. I, I'm, dude. It seems like Everyone. it seems like 85 percent of the streamers that have significant audiences all. Have Steam audio off yep. because they think it's buggy. Yep. Yep. And that's like the pervasive. Yeah. <sighs> and and I. So yeah, I'm gonna I think make a video because so when I went and I searched for 
like Steam Audio Guide or, you know, should I have my neural audio on or whatever on YouTube? There's like, there was like seven videos. There was my video, your video, yeah. which was like pretty much the, well, there was like two other good videos. Yeah. Um, there were two other good videos and, and the good ones were basically like, I like it. You should turn it on. Yeah, it, turn it, it on. It works for me. Um, but then there's a bunch that are like, you know, binaural audio is buggy. You're broken. Or um, even um, Vox. Voxy has his latest video that he came out with that was. Um, oh, yep. Yeah. The like settings guide. Your frames. At the end, he recommended you don't turn it I on know, it because you'll take you'll take a hit to your frames and it's buggy. So you should, I just recommend you turn off. And I was like, no, dude, no. I like, know. Fucking why? We need we need a proper Veritas video essay on this. Like, like it's it's yeah we need it because like uh, my video was just like purely educational. My video was like this is what Steam Audio is and what it was designed to do and how cool it could be in Tarkov. You know what I mean? That you know what I mean? Mine wasn't like, and all yeah. It's like I I don't know. I, and like like guys like Foxy, I respect the hell out of Foxy, and like I use his settings guides every time there's a new update and stuff changes. Like I get a lot of good information from his stuff. I just don't. There was like two, I think was it last wipe or the wipe before? There was like two weeks where Nikita was like, "Yo, we broke Steam Audio. Sorry, like it. We give us a few weeks." And I I hated every second of it. I couldn't like I I felt the audio was so. I mean, I want to say objectively, but I don't know. Maybe it's subjective. It was just so bad. It was so much worse. So I don't. I just don't know. It, what What's hard is that it's so vague on both sides. Like people are like, say like it's better, and then I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, you know, they'll say like my X went away, and I'm like, I've had binaural audio on every second I've been able to have it on, and I've never experienced that bug you're talking about. Like. So you say it went away. I say I've never had it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So it's all just like, I, I am very open to changing my position, but I, I'm not going to like. You're not, you don't need to change your position. I, There's nothing to change. No, I know. But I'm just saying, I'm just <laughs> saying like, if, if, if you set out to like, just in the, you're like, okay, I, you know, I had, we went on factory with five people and we did these, we ran like this and then we ran like this and then we turned it off and we ran like this and you could show, I'd be like, okay. But it, it just yeah. goes back to the cheater thing. It's like, what bug? Can you send me a clip? It's but it's just so hard. So, it, I just I just shut it down. When people like I turn it off, I'm like, cool. I'm gonna keep it on because I just don't. It's so hard to talk about with people, and there's so much misinformation, and it's complicated. It's not a simple thing. Audio is a very complicated thing. But I just, yeah, man. I don't yeah, know. and I think and it's I have amazing, and I've got like, just because I've been, you know, doing this fucking shit for so long especially with binaural like before it came out i did a video explaining what it was how it works how it interfaces with tarkov and, like not even how it works but like like how it works like talking yeah. about what head related transfer function is like yeah. like getting into the details um and then i've also been through all of the eras where there's been issues and it wasn't even two weeks it was like two days where there was an update to i forget if it was an update to steam audio or an update to unity yeah but that led to compatibility issues so it's not even that steam audio was broken it just wasn't even like, yeah on. i think um, it was i think it was one of the unity updates where it was just like no 
compatible. Yeah, so it wasn't broken. Yeah, that was a bad choice of words. But yeah. So, but yeah, and I, I just have like a pretty a pretty good picture for why people think all of the things that they do. And I'm going to basically, you know, use this as an opportunity to do what I do, which is like teach about Tarkov and also use it as an example for like fundamental critical thinking and skeptical, yes. you know, reasoning. Like it's, it's a whole bunch of confirmation bias yeah, or just mixtures of mis misunderstanding like causation versus correlation and all of that stuff. Right. Like yeah. they experience, they experience some issues during the fucking two days where everything was fucked. Yeah. And then everybody told them, Oh, tur it's, it's binaural audio. And then, you know, the day that they decide to get back to their computer and fucking sign in and turn it off is the day that battle state fixes it. So then like, remember all of the, the foot like you'd hear footsteps instantly behind you from like across the map yes. as soon as the rate that was that two day period everybody was like oh that's steam audio even though i have clips where the same thing happened when people had it off yep but the thing is is that they turned it off and then they fixed it and then people assumed oh i turned it off and they fixed and it and they fixed it yep so it must have been steam audio and it must have been broken for the last year since then too um and, and the only reason why is because they get reinforced because they see in a video like Voxy's video or because like Landmark or whoever else is like whoever they consider like the god. Yep. Tells them what they have the setting on. Yep. Based on their anecdotal experience, you know, just like the whole there was a whole period of time when actually it was during that period, I think that um, and I think it might have been Landmark that was basically saying. Every headset except for the GSSHs are bugged. Oh, yeah. And for like a months afterwards, everybody was talking about like, why are you using those, dude? They're bugged. Dude, it was like, well, that's so not funny. I didn't even know what was happening. It just like randomly one month every day, somebody was like, why are you using contacts? They're bugs. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I use contacts all the time and I'm doing great. So I don't like, I just don't even know. Yeah. And my understanding, and of course, like I can only try to, you know, put together the evidence For that sure. I have. But my understanding was, it was it was a, this period of time where there were a couple of days where there were some serious audio issues. Yeah. That then, and it just so happened, you know, that Tony was wearing <laughs> one particular type of headphone or whatever, and then by the time he switched, it was fixed. Yeah. And you know, so it, there's a lot of roots in like superstition. Yeah. You know, in that like. You know, back in the day when we were fucking desperate hunter-gatherer farmers or whatever, and, you know, you'd sing a song, and then the next day the drought would end and, and the rains would come, and then people would start to assume, like, oh, well, maybe if I fucking sing the song, it pleases, like, the gods, and then it'll rain. So then you have people—that's how rain dances start, right? Yeah. Like, um, and it's the same thing with the fucking face shields being broken. It's the same thing. It's just a bunch of people who don't understand— how it is that you determine a simple truth about something. Yeah. Right? Like, how it is do you determine the face shield bug or the contacts bug or the Steam Audio bug or, you know, and the number of people that are like, yeah, I don't use binaural audio because, like, the stairs are so fucked. And it's like how I'm just slamming my head against the <laughs> fucking 
my desk like oh my god like yeah and, and, the, and the crazy thing is is that they're playing and they still experience the fucked up vertical audio and yes. the staircase audio um they just think it's worse if they turn on final audio but no but it's it's almost like in order to it's either conscious or not that they're ignoring those cases like they're rationalizing oh, and after yeah. the fact like oh well maybe i need to restart my pc you know or <laughs> or maybe it was just maybe it was just a one off that's a you know, memory leak I, or something I, <laughs> yeah but yeah it, so i'm going to and i actually said earlier i don't know um are you uh i don't know what your plans are either tonight or some other time but we should fucking just duo and cuz nobody's done this just try to recreate the same scenario a couple of times. You got to flip on and off Steam Audio, then restart your game. Yeah. But just to be able to like do some quick testing for sure, and and see, you know, how. Because I I basically already know like the outcome. Yeah. Again, I'm 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 gonna do the testing because I don't 100 percent know. Yeah. But of course. I want to do the testing because I have this framework. This it's basically a scientific theory where I have all the information and so any time anybody can ask me, okay, well then what would you predict given this scenario? What would you and I can make predictions. Yeah. And I can back that all up with pre predicting beforehand what the result is going to be. Yeah. That when once you do that, that just demonstrates the strength of your model and your understanding. Um, because I know how fucked Tarkov's audio yeah. is and I know how Steam audio works, so I know how these different things will interplay. Um, and then once I can actually fucking do that, and part of me wants to make it a blind test too, like the contacts, yeah. like I've oh, done before, yeah. where maybe, maybe what I'll do is I'll try and gather a bunch of shit, and then while I'm working on the larger video essay, maybe I'll make a short, like 45 second thing I can throw on Twitter with a poll, and I can say, was A better or was B better? Because and I know I know the outcome is going to be everybody that does it blind will instantly know that B is better than A or whatever. Yeah, that they were able to tell the footsteps were above them. Yeah, even though vertical audio was fucked, because there's still plenty of places where even when vertical audio is fucked, binaural audio still gives you. I know that they're up in that direction. I don't know if they're on the second floor or on the third. Yeah, floor, yeah, or the but roof. I know they're up <laughs> in that I, direction. Yeah. Um, where you just don't get that context from from without Steam Audio, you get. I know it's it's not in this direction. I know it's in that direction. Yeah, it's to my right, and it's muffled in a totally arbitrary way. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna assume that it was above me. Yeah. And that works when there's one floor above you, but it doesn't yep. work when there's three floors above you and a basement. Yeah. You can't tell, you know, which direction it is. Yep. So, yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm I'm down. I do I am gaming with someone tonight, but like I'm free anytime if we want to get some testing done, like I'm totally down. Uh because because it's been so long and like like certain content with Tarkov needs to be redone. Like we need this video. We need to do this testing. And that's a whole thing where it's like you can make those predictions, but like, you know, the thing about you is that like 
you're like, okay, let's do it. Let's do show the receipts. You know what I mean? So many people, it's the cheater thing or the whatever. It's like, I have this. And it's like, all right, well then show me the clip. And it's like, I won't go the, it's like, let's do it. Let's do the test thing. I'm pretty yeah. confident what's going to happen. But like, it's because every wipe this happens, like, you know what I mean? We go through a period of the wipe where somebody says something and then it like propagates through the community. And then there's a lot of misinformation on like, like you said, a big streamer might start to play the game and they have like a Sherpa, like one of their like IRL friends that plays the game a lot, but not like a crazy amount. And they may have heard that it's bugged. And so they're like, yo, don't turn it on. So then on this stream with 28,000 people watching this authority on gaming, who's it's actually seventh time playing Tarkov, goes yeah i don't have my neural audio on because it's bugged and then it's just like it goes insane and so we have that every wipe and then we have new content creators playing the game and then we have like that thing that happened was a very uh the the thing where the the incompatibility issue like that was a a nest a, a well of misinformation like that like cracked the whole framework of reality around steam audio because everybody yeah. was having their own opinion about what was happening and then more information it and undid all of the fixed. work we did yeah and then it was fixed but then some of that stays around like it's been enough time we need some just like <laughs> the freaking here it is here's the video you know what i mean so yeah it's it's pretty crazy yeah so i think i'm gonna and, and, a, and a lot of it a lot of that has uh come up recently or in the last it, it came up earlier today some more um just because uh one peg came out with a video about compression oh yeah um which was like a perfectly fine video um my my major takeaway from it because a lot of people were asking me um was that i mean first of all the title was like is using a compressor cheating like yeah i I'll say I don't think so at all. Um, and honestly, don't even feel like it's even worth fucking defending. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know, if enough people think it's controversial, then maybe I'll get into it, but it just seems silly. Um, so I won't bother. Um, but <laughs> the, the the only point that I think was, th there were two things like worth mentioning there. And, and the first is, Having a compressor, you know, in post, basically. When I say post, yeah. I mean, like, after the game, whether it's before your headphones or before the stream or whatever. Um, yeah. It's good to prevent, like, hearing loss if you're, like, have to turn your volume up so loud that it's going to get loud enough that it's going to damage your ears. Like, sure, I don't play that loud, so I, I just yeah. don't need the compressor. Um, but th the, point, the point that I think... Um, he didn't make that I think is, is the most significant point on the topic is the fact that uh, he, he did mention headphones like Sordans and everything and how those are basically like compressor and EQ like that's yeah. what they are in game the parameters on the items if you like look at the JSON is it has it's like attack decay you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. gain like they're literally the dials that I have a compressor pedal like for my guitar yep um it's literally what they are um but the difference, though, there's a huge difference between a compressor and post and the headphones in the game. And that's a compressor and post is acting on the mix. Mm -hmm. Whereas in game, it's actually applying two different things to yes. different channels, so to speak. Yes. 
so which is why if you have a comp- if you don't put headphones on in the game and you have the com- if you put a compressor on what will happen is all of the ambient like wind and birds tweeting and all that that's going to be much louder yep but then again so are the footsteps so in my opinion it's not even easier to hear footsteps it's actually harder to hear footsteps because all of that fucking audio noise ambient audio yep is going to you know potentially get in the way um again i think i think the significant part is on the top end the gain reduction is good if you're afraid of hurting your ears like fine by all means yeah um but in tarkov it doesn't act on it in post it basically treats like impulse noises and ambient noises as two separate audio tracks so to speak yeah and it processes them differently so it actually makes the ambient sound quieter yeah and footsteps louder and things like reloads and people healing and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's actually objectively an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Objectively an advantage. Now the only the only place where that actually um, seems to be seems to be a little bit different. I don't know how to explain it. I, I might be. I'm not sure. I, I haven't made up my mind yet. But the fucking plane when it goes overhead, it's so loud. Oh my god. Um. And I almost feel like that should be treated more like an ambient. Please sound. God. But yeah. I, but I don't know. I mean, it's 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 arguable. Um, it's arguable. I know that when I when I took my fucking my active headphones that I bought, you know, a couple months mm-hmm. ago, the first thing I did when I was like leaving the store was I put them on while I was driving in the car, and the road noise was yeah. like wow, like just super fucking loud and obnoxious. Yep. But then, if I were to clap or like snap next to my ear, it would be like wow. Like it would, it would totally yeah. kill all the sound and then slowly yep. bring it back up, which is the release on the the compressor yep. that like decay time. Um, but uh, but yeah. So in that aspect, the the headphones in the game don't behave like real life. They behave yeah much better. Like yes, in a much more advantageous way. Yeah. The thing is that most active headphones, at least, and again, like maybe somebody in the military can correct me if I'm wrong, but I For mean, sure. I'm just, this is my understanding based on the information I have is that the active headphones are there so you, so to protect your ears, but also to make it so that like you don't have to scream when there's two people next to each other with headphones on. Yes. You yes. can just talk can at a talk normal volume. Other, yeah. Um, but again, everything else is louder. When I was at the shooting range, I could hear the little tinkling of the water that's like on the backdrop, the stop that's that's there to yeah. cool it. You I could the hear that gravel clear as crunching day. under the tires of cars when they're pulling out in the parking lot. You're like, yep. what the hell? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, so yeah, like I would imagine that ambient noises would would be much louder. Although, if there was like a gust of wind, that gust of wind might be loud enough that it might trigger. The noise reduction. Yeah, the boop. So I don't know. It's it's hard to say. But anyway, that's that. That to me was the more significant thing is that I, I didn't want anybody coming from that video to getting the impression that like, oh, a compressor in post is the same as the headphones because it's not. Yeah. Um, it's similar, but the fact that it's working on two different audio sources differently is is yeah. super significant. Yes, and uh, and yeah, and it's understandable to make that correlation in the game to kind of de-demonize if people think compressors are cheating to be like hey that's basically what they do but yeah it is it is very different 
it's also interesting because it's like um <laughs> like the perception skill in game literally allows you to hear farther away so it's like if you have max perception you can just hear people farther away like and like I, that's more that's closer to cheating i mean it's not cheating but it's like i want to get rid of that before i want to worry about them like banning compressors or something you know yeah, what i mean it's, it's like you can actually hear people farther away than other players if you play the game more and that's stupid it's, yeah <laughs> yeah it's the equivalent of like dpi settings for your mouse yes. or 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 brightness settings on your monitor or anything else it's it's one of those things like you exactly. can't even really you can't necessarily say it's it's not giving you information that you shouldn't have um unless you want to argue that turning the brightness up on your monitor a little bit is because you know, is is in some way giving you visual information. Okay, well then, then yeah. if you want to, if you want to make that argument that it is giving you information that you you know wouldn't otherwise have, then then <laughs> I would then say, okay, well then I don't consider that definition cheating. Yeah. Sometimes, I, sometimes it's acceptable to have information that someone else might not have. Yeah. And I would say, okay, well then let's come up with a new definition of cheating that doesn't take into consideration something like monitor brightness. Yes. Um, you know, but that's different than, you know, like overlaying information or um, mm. like giving you information that you shouldn't have access to, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, like someone who is hard of hearing wouldn't have, wouldn't have they wouldn't have the same like hearing yeah. information as someone who had excellent hearing. Yep. So different people are going to have different information based on a million different things, whether yeah. it's their what eyes the or their monitors. You're born with, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like it, it, it's crazy, and it's funny because like it seems like such a like <laughs> it seems it seems like such a trivial thing to me when like <laughs> it matters so little. Like, we're talking about manipulating absolutely god-awful audio in a game where you're going to die behind a wall whether you heard the guy or not or get sniped from 100 meters away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you really abused compression, like, absolutely to the edge of what you'd consider cheating, it would save you, like, 1 in 60 raids. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just and seems honestly, so trivial. <laughs> and honestly, this is one of those things, like, you know, maybe, maybe the... Uh, Maybe that side of the argument is probably there might be two people on planet Earth who believe this, right? Like I've never seen it. I just yeah. have to assume based on one peg's title, you know, that it's probably yeah, like that people two percent a little clickbaity because he got two trolls that were like, oh, that's cheating because they don't fucking understand what compression is or mm -hmm. whatever. So I don't know. I haven't heard anybody that's actually like tried to defend that. So yeah, there's probably not probably that's not true anymore. Yeah. We need to even fucking talk about it. That's um, true. <laughs> yeah. These fictional idiots that I'm making up. Yeah, There's dude, some... that's, dude. You know what's, it's funny because that's like a thing. I can, <laughs> I can get myself riled up about something that like one person says and then at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't think anybody thinks that. I think that guy was just stupid. But you yeah. can like, get yourself there wrong. must be there must be yeah. you know Dude, clearly 30 percent of the population has oh. to believe the stupid thing because bro i i have been there dude i have been there um 
There's some other little things that have been going on. I mean, you, you put on here accepting daily quests and not completing. What is, is okay, that like a so, bug or what? Okay, no. So I remember when the when we first did daily uh, daily quests first came out and you and I were talking oh, about it. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the things that I think you mentioned, I don't know, but it was like there's a – I don't know if this is in the game or if it was going to be added to the game, but if you don't finish a daily quest, is there a penalty right now? I do not know. I did say that on this podcast because I am confident. I would bet a lot. I mean, of course, the longer we go, the less confident I am. But I am I am fairly confident that Nikita said that on the podcast. The daily quests were a surprise. It was like it was just like one of those like 12.7, you know, patches or whatever. And uh and somebody said that on the podcast from Battlestate Games that if you because it's a failure right like if you accept the quest and the timer runs out just like any other quest you fail it and he said something about how like if you fail too many quests in a row you could um uh your, your rewards will get less good so i wasn't accepting any quests i was like if i'm not going to do it i'm not accepting it and i had a bunch of people that play the game a lot like guys that got to like level 60 65 last wipe um, Desmond was one of them. He was like, bro, I accept mine every single day. And like the amount of XP I get, like never changes. Like it's always a range. You're not going to get, even if you complete them all, right? You're not going to get the same amount of XP for your dailies every day. It's a range. You're always within a range. And he was like, he was like, I accept all three every single day. I complete maybe one. And he was like, it's always stayed within that range. And then yeah, I had a bunch me, of other people say me. that too. So I just, now I accept them all every day, no matter what, because you can't see the reward unless you accept it. And I'm Before seeing people used to not be able to even see what the, what they were. Yeah. Now I'm seeing people getting freaking green key cards and military corrugated hoses for their rewards. That greatly determines <laughs> if I'm going to complete this quest or not. Right. So like now yeah. I'm at this point where it's like, I don't think that there's negative effects and I want to know if I should do this quest or not. So I'm going to accept it so I can see the rewards. Yeah, so many people say very confidently that the that the you know you complete them, you'll get better rewards or you know or the inverse of that. Yeah. And again, I have no, I don't know how they could know that. Yeah. The only way that the only way that you could know that is if you like basically plotted, if you had two accounts, right, yeah. and you could like plot the XP, like one was going up while you did all of them, and one was going down again. I, I, I don't know, but, they but all I can say it, is, which is why a lot of people think it. But yeah, so again, like I do one, maybe a day, maybe max of yeah. like three or four. And I just accepted one that was find and transfer. I need 15 nuts and eight bolts. Is that daily get, or weekly? Uh, weekly, five days. Okay. Um, and the reward is 27,000 XP, 310,000 rubles, two car batteries, yeah. a bunch of augmenting, and a bunch of CPU fans. What like level are you? 45? 45. Yeah. My weekly right now is uh, a limit. It's awesome. It's just kill 30 PMCs. Any location is kind of the dopest weekly ever because I'm just going to do that. Um, but it's 26,000 XP, 280,000 rubles, some corrugated hoses, and some random stuff. So, yeah, so... But what I what I am 
a little bit i'm pretty confident about this too now this is is mostly anecdotal evidence i'm pretty sure at level 46 it is a hard boom you're in a different category now like pay attention you're 45 so you're closer than i am because i'm 44 pay attention to the xp uh just the xp and money because i think that the the rewards are pulled from a random list Pay attention specifically to the XP and the money when you over the next few days as you're 45 and when you hit 46. Because like I know people that are 46 that like so both of our weeklies, I'm 44, you're 45. I got 26,000 XP, you got 27,000 XP. I know people who are 46 and their weekly gives them 190,000 XP. <laughs> like it's like boom, boom, you're up there. And I remember last wipe when I was like level 50 and 52 when they had when they in, in uh when they released these, I was getting weeklies with like 200,000 XP, 208,000 XP. So I think 46 is a pretty, once again, anecdotal evidence. I'm not preaching it as gospel, but pay attention to that when you cross huh. that threshold because I'm pretty sure that puts you in a different category. Yeah, I've got two dailies and they're both between six and 7,000 XP. And one's 500 euros, the other one's 50,000 rubles. Yeah. I'd actually really love to ask Nikita about this because it, I don't know why it's not just like this, right? As you level up, they get progressively better. Like when you're level 30, 8K for a daily XP is great because like level 30 to 31 is 80,000 XP. So like that's 10%. I assume, I assume they don't want to kill the fucking progression. Like they want you to still have to grind and then when you're level 46, they assume you've done everything and now you're on the Kappa grind. So now we need to fucking I, ramp it up yo, that to make that possible. That could actually be exactly the logic. But it just, it at, at level 30, I get 7K XP for my dailies and I want to do them. At level 44, I get 7K XP for my dailies and I don't really care. And then at level 46, I get 30,000 XP for my dailies. And I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just... It feels like that does make sense, but, but even more of like a, even more of a, like an exponential curve. I don't know. It's still a curve. It just, it feels like a stair step. It just feels like you unlocked the door and now you're in crazy XP land. And like, I'm level 44 and I have like two quests left. Like I'm done. I was done at level 43 basically with the quests, like no big deal. But my dailies are like 8k XP and it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not dogging the system. The system is great. I don't know if your rewards get better or worse if you complete more in a row. I don't think they do. Um, and I'm pretty sure 46 is a a whole new world, as they say. Um, yeah, right. I'll ask I'll ask Nikita. Um, I am I'm sure he, I'm sure he'll just tell me if I if if I ask him about like the XP and stuff, he probably won't give me a straight answer. But if I ask him, hey, is there are we currently penalized if we don't yeah, complete? Yeah. And he'll either be like, no, that's not in yet. Or he'll say, you know, yeah, that does affect it. But I don't know. I, 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 I haven't really been doing many of them. Yeah. And they don't seem to be like getting worse in many cases. No, that's they seem to be getting yeah. better. So I'm, I'm just, I'm not convinced that, that there's any real downside to, to accepting them, you know, just to figure out if it's fucking worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I am for the first time, like, super excited for like the the high tier quests like at level 45 you have a quest now uh on interchange i think to kill 30 pmcs or something like that that gives you a bunch of xp 
maybe it's locked behind another quest or whatever. I don't know. But it's eliminate a, eliminate PMCs inside Ultra Mall on interchange. I get the Arma Mon two plate carrier yes. two unknown rewards. It's eighty four thousand XP. Yeah, so like eighty thousand XP, and you get the barter for the that plate carrier, which was my favorite freaking barter. That's now locked behind that quest. At level fifty, you get a quest to kill thirty PMCs on woods with no armor or helmet. And you get 107,000 XP and you get an armband that you can only get from doing that quest. And I'm like, that's sick. So I'm excited for some of those quests. They give good XP. It gives me something to do that's going to take longer than a day to do. And like, I think the armbands, we haven't talked about this yet. I don't know if you care about the armbands. You probably don't. I think they hit that out of the park with the armbands this wipe because of exactly because you cannot care or you can care. It's just like with the cosmetics, right? Like it's it's perfect because it only affects everybody either none at all or in a positive way, right? Like yeah. you, you get an armband for getting Kappa. You get an armband for doing that 30 PMC quest. There's like, uh, there's Terra Group Labs armbands. There's USEC armbands. There's Bear armbands. Like I think that was like such an easy, low-hanging fruit. The model's there. You know, you give it to the, the illustrator artist and they can bust out 50 and just put them behind crazy rare quests. And it's like, it gives nobody an advantage, but it gives people to do. I want the armband that you get for killing the 30 PMCs on Woods Without Armor so bad. I think it looks what is dope. It? What does it look like? It's, um... There's one that, like, is, like, I don't know if it's, like, a Russian flag or something. No, this one's got, like, a skull uh, or something. What's it called? What's the quest called? Somebody in chat's gonna know. Um... I love how I love how those three dudes I, I was talking about earlier that I dumpstered and shoreline um, just like totally fucking outmaneuvered, outplayed them. All of them had uh, rivals armbands. And I was just really? thinking about how like I'm like all of these dudes uh, actually no, um, there was like two the rivals armbands and one had like the evasion armband. And I was just thinking like these guys probably have like a hundred million <laughs> rubles and they've got they're using like jank ass VSSs and they've got the, the rat rig. I'm yeah. like, so you know that they've just got a bajillion rubles, and it's all because there's three of them that, you know, on weekdays roll shoreline as a fucking trio. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, you know, dog shit, clearly, because I just, like, trounced them. I just sent you the image of the armband. It's, it's like, weird because it was pulled from game, but it's called the Train Hard Armband. I put it in our Discord. And it's like this sick red with, like, the skull. It's freaking dope, dude. And it does nothing, but I just, like... I want it. I want to kill people and show them that I have the armband. Like I've been seeing a bunch of people with that alpha armband. Yeah, I'm so. How did you not? Do you not have one? How do you not? Have one? It's just I didn't literally play the alpha. Oh, okay. It's just literally. Yeah, if you if your account is old, if your like account was purchased in before it went to beta, you get the alpha armband. It's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I mean, here's the thing. This just goes to so show you how, how fucking, uh, how new so many people are. I, I came to Tarkov super late. I was like, people refer to me now as like an OG. Yeah. I was a newbie outsider when there was already dozens of OGs. Yeah. That none of those people have even fucking heard of before because they don't play the game anymore. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like. You know, like, for example, Cotton had been playing the game. You know, most people will know Cotton. He was playing the game for like two or three years before I even heard of it. Yeah. They forget that Tarkov's been in development for seven or eight years or whatever now. Yeah. 
Um, so I came late. I came. I I started playing like point four or point five. Um, and again, there was like a long time where it was point one, point two, point three, point four. Um, and the pre-alpha, and then the alpha, and then you know all that shit. I mean, I talk about it in the history of history yep. of Tarkov. Um, and then all these kids that started, you know, fucking eight months ago, and they're like. Yep. Well, I, I remember before there were flea market restrictions. Like, fuck off. Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember when when it was, you know, the rag fair was oh, yeah. a, a thing that Nikita talked about coming next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, I was I was playing Geeks earlier, and uh, he was doing surgery, and I was like, remember when that meant your raid was just over? You spawn in, you turn to your left, you shoot a guy, he blacks your leg, and you're like, well, I'm on my way to extract. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to I mean, that wasn't so bad. It was your stomach. Yeah. It was your stomach. And that and that was the funny thing. With If your stomach didn't get blacked out, you like my your hydration and your energy would never go like below 90 95 like it was it was completely yeah, an irrelevant mechanic yep. unless your stomach got black then it's like you have exactly four minutes until you die yep um yep and there was no cms kits yep. so yeah so it was like literally you had to get out of the raid oh man but i think i think Stuff like that with the armbands. The armbands, the endgame quests, I think Kappa at 62 is in a really good spot. Um, I just think, yeah, like I'm excited to get to level like 46 and 50 and like do some of these high tier quests and stuff like that. I think it's... I, want, I wonder if I'm going to be able to get... I, I think I might... I don't know. I guess it depends on if I fucking lose my mind or not before then. But uh, I think Kappa might be possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for it. Like 100%. Like once I get up to level 46... I'm going to do any of those crazier quests that I can realistically do. And I'm going to like focus on because normally I just raid, right? I just spend the rest of the right. But you don't want to go customs. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to go shoreline. I'm going to like try and do dailies. You know, if, if the dailies are up at 26K, 30K XP per, I'm going to try and do like I am going to try to get Kappa this way. I feel like the way to go might might be. I don't know how much they've changed like labs and the raiders. And I, I really I haven't been labs in like a month. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. I feel like the way to go might just be like factory. Uh, Desmond has been been just grinding factory, pulling XP. Yeah, factory dude, is a factory is a very viable option. Dude, I in order to to I never do the whole like reload Mosins to get up sniper skill. I am shooting people, um, and I have like a folder full of like eighty clips that are just like unreal. Iron Sight Mosin yeah. or just using like a, a DVL or an SVD, not an SVD, uh, SV98 in factory, like 1v3ing juiced guys yeah. just flanking me. And I'm just like repositioning, moving, yep. jumping, fucking headshot. Dude, it's oh, my God. It, it was so much fun for the few days that I was doing like sniper stuff on factory. Yep. I almost always died because I would yeah. kill all the PMCs and then, <laughs> you know get swamped by player scavs and, and stuff and then you know get a little bit greedy and i would go in with like no armor you know yeah. um but uh but yeah it was super fucking fun dude yeah so, so many fucking no scopes i have so many just oh yeah sick, like 180 no scope from like 25 meters with a iron sight mose dude it's been satisfying as fuck bro not me um, i suck i suck at that but yeah it's uh i think it's I think it's doable. Oh yeah, uh, Lighthouse would be. 
depending on your route, if you got good extracts, if you got good spawns, like, uh, I don't know what the XP per rogue is, but like raiders, you know what I mean? The, like the way to farm XP was raiders. And if the XP is similar, you can get up there with a bolty, hit 11 of the rogues in a minute and then just take the car out. You know what I mean? Like all the ones on the roof, you can't loot them anyway, but if you headshot them all, you're headshotting rogues and surviving. Like you could probably print some decent XP that way too. Yeah, more, more farming the fucking. Oh yeah, believe me, dude. I I hate it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Um, I randomly I reinstalled the game for the first time ever today. I've been having this thing ever since twelve point twelve hit. The day twelve twelve hit. Okay, like this has never happened to me before. Twelve twelve hit. Every time I launch my game, my first raid, I'm stuck on loading loot. For nine years, it's like loading loot 70%, 71%, 72%. And everybody else in the lobby is waiting on players. Like, Seal's always like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, 82%, 83%. And sometimes it just deploys everybody else without me. And then the, uh -huh. the rest of the night, I'm stuck on loading loot, but not for quite as long. It's just long enough to be annoying to everybody else. Like, everybody else in the lobby is waiting for players for 60 seconds before I finish loading. Every raid, 10 out of 10 times. Every scav army I do, because uh, it's, they're not PMCs, they deploy every all the other scavs. Um, like, every single one of my scav armies I do, everyone gets deployed before I do. So, huh. I don't know. I've tried I've checking the integrity of the game, verifying the files, clearing the cache. Uh, so, I reinstalled the game, so I'm going to try and see that. But I don't know. I don't know if other people have had that problem, but it's been annoying. Weird. <laughs> because then oh. it's like the game will crash and then I'll load, but then the next raid because first, yeah, it's just annoying. Well, hopefully, hopefully that fixes it for you. I hope so. Cause I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, that's just about every, everything. Did you have anything else? Uh, nope. Well, it's gonna harmonize. Um, yeah, I gotta I still gotta figure out what it was that Nikita changed. Oh, yeah. Um, because I had said <laughs> with the limits. Yeah. So I mean, I was just trying to do peacekeeping mission, and it was like I I had been playing for two hours yesterday for two hours. So I I started streaming, and I started right at the end of like the the trader cycle yeah oh so yeah. i bought i bought 85a1 and 855a1 um and you know just with all the fights i got into and but then also like all the 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 dying that you naturally do you know yeah. when you got like 100 and you know 90 to 120 rounds of ammo <laughs> like in magazines in your like you're not protecting it right yep so i went through all of the individual limits of 855A1, 856A1, and 855. And then, you know, it the traders reset. I bought it all again, did a couple of raids, and was literally out of, of ammo. And I wasn't like, it was just a combination of dying and getting in fights. I mean, you yeah. know me, I'm not, I don't waste fucking ammo. Yeah. I'm usually trying to one tap to the head. Yep. Um, especially with M4s with how much fucking recoil they have now. I'm yep. kind of like but it was just a lot of dying and a lot of like scavs rushing you down and you kind of go, yep. you know, like trying yep. to stay alive, kind of panicking. And I'm like, it's been two hours. 
and I've gone through two trader resets limits on three different ammos. I couldn't even buy 855. Yeah. Dude, I had to buy 856. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, and I and I still haven't made I and I got like four kills towards the 60 that you needed for peacekeeping. Yeah. I said the personal limits really fucking suck with the quests because you could only I, I ran out of swords. I couldn't buy swords. I couldn't buy the backpacks I wanted to get. Yep. I couldn't buy um I, I bought the limit of M4, so then I had to buy like just the lower and then build them. And I'm like, I don't have fucking time. Like I just yep. keep dying. I don't want to keep building guns. Like yep. there's no reason why there needs to be limits on swords and limits on this a few backpacks yeah. and limits on e A55, you know, like so anyway, um, so I said all of that and he, he saw the messages and didn't respond until 2 a.m. this morning. I saw it when I woke up this morning. He said, change some of it. And I, it, the last thing I said was so many of the individual individual limits on items don't make any sense. And he said he changed some of it. I, Interesting. But then I looked at all of the things I was using for like peacekeeping <laughs> mission and a whole bunch of other stuff. And um, actually, you know what? I didn't look at, to see if the untar... If there's still limits on that mm. or not. No, you can still only you can buy six. You can buy six fucking untar armors and five helmets. Wow, God, what a Because we're why? really once again, once again, we need the limits because what I mean, what would the game be if we flooded the economy with untar armors, right? We'd ruin the game. Yeah. Heaven forbid I mean every other scav is already is wearing better shit than that. Yeah. You know? Fuck. Yep. Yeah. Scavs scavs spawn with M61 and they're Repper Hunters, but God forbid you buy a few extra rounds of 855. <laughs> one of the thing I one of the thing the things I want to talk about next week, um, I, I like noted it down in my head and then completely forgot about it until two hours later. Um, was you would you were talking about how you know you when you went in with the fucking Chad gear and just how everything feels totally different now because of the yeah. ammo and I think a lot of people attribute that to the limits, but I don't. Yeah. I think it has more to do with the flea market. I agree. 100%. Because when I run out of M80, when I run out of 856A1 or 855A1, I just use a different fucking caliber. Yep. I, I'm not, I'm not. The, the I, only reason why I, I went to 855 was because I was so close to having the quest done and I just didn't feel like waiting an hour and a half and I was, you know, streaming. Yeah. I really agree. That's a good point. Like, I really don't put that on the fact that we have limits. I, I think it's more, I think it's because of the flea market. Because like we said, like 855, 855 is an irrelevant limit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if, if we remove the limit on that, that wouldn't change the fact that I would feel tanky in an alt, right? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So, and when we're talking about other ammos like 55A1 or 995 or something like that, those have always been hard to get except on the flea market so you know what i mean it's yeah i once again it's, it's a there's a lot to it it's a it's a freaking weird web of you know you know where's the line and what gets restricted and what doesn't and how how it happens but like yeah it's just a lot of the stuff we have now it doesn't feel good but yeah, we, we should uh, we should talk next week and do some theory crafting and actually like flesh it out because this 100%. Is, it's, it's it's one thing to have like my intuition tell me something and there's another thing to actually like talk it out and maybe I'll have my mind changed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it just feels like I just see no reason why there needs to be like some things have global limits. Some things have individual limits. And in, it seems like in 90% of the cases, none of them 
belong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So maybe yeah, maybe we sure. talk about that next time. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good. That's a good thing to like theory craft and just see if we can come up with something. Um. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so that's it. That's uh, what's what's going on in, in Tarkov, and we got a little uh, got a little other other poggers things out in the beginning. I need to check out that channel. The uh, I have I have the tab pulled up. The folding ideas, so yeah, I don't so, re- so I don't forget it. So I don't forget it. Watch this video on Contagion too. It's all about like oh, and it's, it's from twenty twenty, and he's crazy. sitting there talking about like because you know COVID we got, and it's one of those things like ooh this video interesting aged well <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so thank you guys for coming thanks for hanging um as as per usual this will be live uh on all the platforms early next week i actually i put a comment on our most recent one a bunch of people were asking me who the true crime youtuber that my buddy was a bunch of people asked me, so i commented that if you were looking for that on our podcast channel um uh but yeah so thanks for hanging thanks for everybody that came out live and we will definitely see y'all in the next one peace